Welcome to the Reinspiring You podcast, a ministry of revitalizing you that focuses on helping its listeners to relax the mind, restore the body, and renew the spirit. My name is Jared Williams, and I am glad that you decided to join us today. May this podcast be a place for you to hear teachings, interviews, and stories that encourage you to rethink, regroup, and recharge. Now, here's today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Reinspiring You podcast. Today, I want to share with you a short article that I ran across on a physical therapy website. And again, it's a very short article, but I thought it was kind of interesting. And I will post a link to this if you are interested. But I'm going to go through this and just kind of read it to you and make a few comments. So here we go. This article is entitled Opioids After Orthopedic Surgery, A Physical Therapist's View. And here we go. Orthopedic surgeries, like knee or hip replacements, can be life-changing procedures that bring relief, improved mobility and function, and pain over time. However, managing pain after surgery often involves the use of opioids, a class of powerful painkillers. While often effective, opioids come with a host of risks, including addiction and other serious side effects. Some patients inevitably need surgery, but it's crucial to explore safer alternatives for managing post-operative pain. Risks of opioids. Opioids work by blocking pain signals in the brain, but they also have a dark side. They can lead to addiction. Opioids are highly addictive and dependency can develop quickly. Side effects. These can range from drowsiness and constipation to more serious issues like respiratory distress. Tolerance. Over time, you may need higher doses to achieve the same pain relief, increasing the risk of overdose. The research. What studies say? Recent studies have shown that 80-plus percent of the research conducted on this topic involves randomized controlled trials, the gold standard in scientific research. The focus has been on reducing or eliminating the use of opioids after orthopedic surgeries. While the scientific research still has considerable room for improvement in this area, the findings suggest that various opioid alternatives do indeed show promise in reducing opioid consumption, benefiting the patients, the broader medical community, and society. Alternatives to opioids. Non-pharmacologic methods. Number one, physical therapy. As a proponent of physical therapy, we strongly believe that physical therapist-directed care after surgery is very important for patient education, pain control, and musculoskeletal disorders. Musculoskeletal disorders. There we go. Physical therapy can help improve mobility and strength, reducing the need for pain medication. Number two, acupressure and electrotherapy. These methods have been underused but show promise in pain management. Pharmacologic methods. Note, physical therapy professionals do not prescribe medications, but we can comment on our experiences with patients. For answers about the most appropriate medications for you, please consult with your physician. Number one, NASEDs and acetaminophen. These over-the-counter medications can be effective for mild to moderate pain. Now, pause. I had to look this up because I just don't know. What is an, an NSAID? Well, an NSAID 
is simply a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug that can be used to reduce pain, fever, and other types of inflammation. That's Google. So different types of NSAIDs that are out there would, would be aspirin, ibuprofen, things like that. So there you go, NSAIDs and acetaminophen. Number two, gabapentinoids. These are used in specific cases and must be prescribed by a doctor. Okay, number two, pause here. I have to ask, what is a gabapentinoid? I didn't know, so pause the thing. Here we go. What is a gabapentinoid? A gabapentinoid is basically a nerve drug. A nerve drug that can be used for other things primarily, but is becoming increasingly used in pain management Again, of course, prescribed by a doctor under a doctor's care as a, a as something other than an opioid, something to use other than something that is these opioids that can be dangerous if taken too long. A couple of these gabapentinoids that I recognized was Neurontin and Lyrica, and these two have been used for seizure and in seizure cases. And um, Lyrica has been used for other things like fibromyalgia and spinal cord injuries. And then recently they've been used for uh, pain. Here's the thing about these. Both of these drugs are relatively new. Neurontin was first approved by the FDA for seizures in 1993. And Lyrica in, in 2004 was approved. And... Again, these are for, uh, Lyrica was for fibromyalgia and things like that. Now, if you express concern about any long-term effects of these two drugs, a doctor would probably tell you that they've been used successfully for 30 years, for 20 years, without any issues or with minimal issues or whatever. But the reality is, if you've started taking Neurontin in 1993, what will, what will be your effects 30 years later? What will the side effects be 30 years later? Well, we were just now finding that out. How about 40 years later? We don't know yet. With Lyrica, it's 20 years old. What will the 30-year be? We don't know. It hasn't happened yet. So really, those two, despite having had a record, a 30-year record, a 20-year record, those two are still relatively new, especially when you're looking at using them for pain medication. They're using it. I'm, I'm sure that it is helpful, but just know that. Anyway, that was a little rabbit trail as to what exactly a gabapentinoid is and, and a couple examples. Uh, it is a nerve medication. So for specifically nerve pain. Moving on, making an informed choice. Opioids may be a common go-to for post-surgery pain relief, but they're not the only option. It's essential to discuss with your healthcare provider about alternative methods for managing pain. Physical therapy, for instance, offers a safer, effective route for many patients. Need more information? If you have questions or need personalized guidance on managing post-operative pain, don't hesitate to contact your local physical therapy practice. We're here to help you make the best choice for your health. End of article. Now, again, like I said, it's a short article. Now, I will say I kind of wish that this went on and explained more about how physical therapy can offer 
a safer, effective uh, pain relief, pain management. Um, I'm not sure how actually stretching muscles and seems like that would cause more pain. So I'm not sure how that would work. The only thing that I can think of is that rather than sitting there in your chair or in the bed hurting and that's all you have to think about is how much you're in pain, the physical therapy gives you something to use the pain for, to focus the pain. I know that, yes, this hurts, but I'm getting better. Yes, I see the benefit of this pain. So in that sense, maybe it gives you a good, you're okay with the pain, maybe. It doesn't, it may still hurt, but you, it has a reason. I can understand that. I'm not sure what the other ones are. The article doesn't say, and I kind of wish it did. However, I want to jump back up to something it said near the beginning, and it's talking about the research. And I'll read this paragraph again. Quote, while the scientific research still has considerable room for improvement in this area, the findings suggest that various opiate alternatives do indeed show promise in reducing opioid consumption, benefiting the patients, the broader medical community, and society. Quote. Now, if you have been listening to our podcast for a while, you probably know where I'm going to go with this. Yes. I will say that in addition to some of these other non-opioid things that this article mentions, like physical therapy, acupressure, electrical therapy, uh, and, and some of these other drugs that could be potentially used instead of opioids, I am going to recommend that you look into homeopathy. And I can honestly say that with some degree of experience because having gone through a, a shoulder surgery, I have used homeopathy rather than any of the opioids or these gabapentinoids or even the acetaminophen, aspirin, anything like that. I strictly use the homeopathy, both pre-surgery and post-surgery. You can, pre-surgery, take something like Arnica that will help your your pain and swelling, uh, any bruising that may happen during and after surgery. So it's kind of a, a precursor and kind of gets ahead of it. But even post-surgery, uh, I would recommend things like Arnica, Hypernicum, uh, for the pain. Arnica would probably take the place of your acetaminophens, your, your mild to moderate pain, uh, as well as your bruising and your swelling. Your Hypernicum would be good for the, the more severe nerve pain. I was taking both of those after my shoulder surgery. And what's interesting is that we found pictures online that people had taken as when they took their bandages off you know, three, four days later when they first took them off and was going to clean them and rebandage them and so forth. And some of those pictures are pretty gruesome, pretty nasty. I mean, black and blue and yellow, and it's really, really bad. Uh, when I had mine, we took it off having just been on Arnica and Hypernicum post-surgery. It was maybe a little bit yellow discolored. I didn't have any of the black. I didn't have any of the real deep blues, purples, anything like that. Just a little bit yellow discoloration and we moved on. Of course, during surgery, I did have the drugs that the, that the surgery center used. But after that, as soon as I got home, I was taking the homeopathy and I didn't have any of that bruising. And I really didn't have a whole lot of pain. There was some discomfort, naturally, uh, from being in, in 
positions with the slang and so forth. But I really didn't have the pain that a lot of people would associate with a shoulder surgery. And even going through physical therapy later, they would ask if I wanted ice or if I'd been taking anything. Nope, just using Arnica and doing all right. Something else to consider post-surgery, just on a, as a side note. In addition to pain management, you also have to consider that during surgery, you will have used an anesthetic. And sometimes anesthetic can mess with breathing issues and so forth. And homeopathy can counter that with things like phosphorus. Uh, that's something, again, that I had to use coming out of the anesthetic. Now, I have given you a handful of, just, I guess, three, but a handful of ideas and a couple of uh, homeopathic medicines that you can use for pre-surgery and even post-surgery instead of an opioid. However, it is important to note that each person will require their specific homeopathic medicine. Homeopathic medicine is good for, uh, is best used for each individual person. It's not a blanket. Yes, you can take this. Now, the ones I suggested probably are pretty safe as a, as a kind of as a blanket statement, but each person may have specific things for them. But I didn't mention there are a lot more homeopathic medicines that would be good post-surgery. But you would need to know that for you, your specific person, for you, for your body. In that case, I would strongly recommend a homeopathic consultation, either with your friendly neighborhood homeopath, or of course, you can contact us uh, here at Revitalizing You at revitalizingyou.square.site on our website. Uh, the exact potency and dosage may vary per person as well as the other remedies. So just because I said you can take Arnica and Hypernicum and so forth, that might be an option, but for you, there may be something specific. So definitely, 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 if you're going in for surgery, I would recommend a homeopathic consultation. And again, you can reach us here for a consultation at revitalizingyou.square.site. So my question for you then is, what drugs have you ever used post-surgery? What are some things that maybe that you used and how effective was it? I mean, not to, this is not to say that those uh, other drugs cannot be useful. Yes, they can be useful. That's why they are used. So what are some drugs that you have used for pain management post-surgery and how effective was it? And have you ever tried any alternative pain management approaches, whether that was through the use of homeopathy or perhaps through uh, physical therapy. I would love to hear how physical therapy helped or maybe massage or some other things like that. What are some other pain management approaches that perhaps that you've used other than uh, the opioids or even, even regular drugs? And what did you use and how did it go? These are things to spur on conversation. I would love to hear from you. You can connect with us on the Revitalizing You Facebook page to, for conversation. And again, if you are interested in a homeopathic consultation, it, you can find us on our website at revitalizingyou.square.site. I hope you have a great day, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Re-Inspiring You podcast. We are glad you took the time to invest in your life today. As always, make sure you have subscribed so you don't miss any episodes. If you like what you've heard today, 
feel free to drop us a note at rypodcast at protonmail.com. You can also connect with us via the Revitalizing You Facebook page. Please note, homeopathy does not treat an illness. It addresses the entire person and is a matter of the body caring for itself. If you need treated or diagnosed, we here at Revitalizing You believe that the advice of a professional physician is in order. If you would like more information about an online homeopathic class or personal consultation, visit the Revitalizing You website at revitalizingyou.square.site or connect with us on Facebook. The Reinspiring You podcast is a ministry of Revitalizing You that focuses on helping its listeners to relax the mind, restore the body, and renew the spirit. Until next time, may you have reoccurring success and God bless.